0: Hello everybody. Hello. Welcome back to the Addicted to the Magic podcast. We are so excited you're here. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Amanda. And I'm Jess. Great. And today we are going to be talking all about our favorite things to do and to eat and to ride. We're actually going to do part one is just rides and then next episode will be part two of all the food. Yes. So that one's going to get us real hungry. But this yes. time, this one, you have something to look forward to next week. Yes. But this
1: one is going to be so fun. I think I think it's going to be fun because, A, if you're a Disneyland fan, like it's just fun to hear about why people love Disneyland. So and I almost feel like listening to it, you just go, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's my favorite part too. Mm-hmm. But if you don't love Disneyland, hopefully this will get your juices flowing and that you just really get excited to go and see why, like, I feel like sometimes if you don't get the Disney magic, like it just doesn't, I don't know, doesn't make sense to you. I feel like when you hear somebody else who's passionate about it, it, it does light a little fire. So hopefully that's what happens.
0: Yeah, exactly. We're trying to convert all the people out there to love what we love. We just want you all to love what we love. And if you don't love it, will be super offended and stop listening to us. <laughs> just, just Just kidding. Ugh. No, that's what's fun about this is my favorites. I guarantee you are not going to be the same favorites as Amanda's. No. But I'm going to love everything you say. You I, know? I, I I'm going to feel it. Like I'm going to feel the love. I hope of that all the I'm rides. able to
1: convince you of some of them like, ah, oh, yeah, you know what? That might make it into my top 5. And I yes. feel like as a preface to this, I feel like if we did this again in five years or maybe even in one year, it would change. Yeah. And so some of mine, like, I'll explain point. some of my yeah. reasoning behind why that's changed recently or why this has quickly become one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, but maybe we do this again in a year and say so
0: that's how that's such it's a changed. good idea. That's fun. I'm excited now. Oh, I'm... to see where the year takes us. <laughs>
1: Great. I was excited before, but that's fine.
0: Okay. So let's start it off in good old Disneyland. And I'm actually going to have Amanda start and we're going to go our, we're going to do five, our top five. Yep. And we're going to start from the bottom and then we're going to make our way to the top. Got it. So start I'll share and one on. and then Jess will share one and maybe we'll end up overlapping
1: in some of them. Um, but
0: we're going to save the best for
1: last. Yes. I love it. It's the same. I don't think it
0: is because we've already talked about our favorite ride.
1: (laughs) So it's not, I, I rated through my rides. Uh, I went back through them and I was like, ah, is this really my favorite? So I really have thought long and hard and tried to figure out what it is exactly about each ride. Mm -hmm. So I, I, like I said, it changes every trip. So this is, as of
0: today, these are what my favorites are. That's amazing. I did not take as much time as Amanda, so. Well. <laughs> You're going to th- get what you get with me. <laughs> I feel like it's going to
1: come out just so eloquently from you either way. So I'm going to start with my number five. Are you ready Perfect. for this, Jess? Let's do it. Pirates of the Caribbean. Love. Number five. And here's why. Pirates of the Caribbean, for me, um is... A classic Disneyland ride. Mm-hmm. It was one of the last rides that Walt had uh, Walt Disney had direct influence on before he passed away. It actually opened up a few months after he passed away. And I feel like you get that Walt magic. like he saw these animatronics and he was like, this is gonna be new age, this is different. Nobody's doing these types of and things and it is and different. It's it's completely. New and different. And, like, heck, it's been around for now 50 years, 50 years almost 60 years. Um, no, wait,
0: it has, it is 60. 60 years. I'm thinking of Haunted Mansion. Sorry. Haunted yeah. Mansion just had their 50th. Yeah. You're right. It's been over 60 years. Over 60 years.
1: And that ride is still classic and it still brings you that, that sense of, like, you're in a new world and these are real characters that you're
0: interacting with. Um, I'm just thinking of how well that ages. Right? It's been sixty years. What's And name I, of a course car. they've up. I've. I of course they've updated it and right. all of that. But like I'm just thinking of photos of sixty plus years ago, yeah. and I'm sorry, but that outfit ain't Asian. Well, no. But that like, right totally does. Totally does. Name a car that's sixty years Good old point.
1: that still is classy. Mm-hmm. Name anything else that really has stood the test of time, and it. It has. And it's Mm -hmm. just very, I actually feel like what the new Smuggler's Run tries to do with their animatronics is very Pirates of the Caribbean. It is. Um, Animatronics are like
0: Walt's staple. Right? He's so good with them. Well, he created the first animatronic. Right? So it really is his staple. But like the Disney parks do animatronics. That, I forget his name and people are probably screaming at me through the car. (laughs) Or however you're listening to this. <laughs> but I forget the the name of the guy on Smuggler's Run that's talking to you. I, the animatronic. No idea. Uh, I'm sorry, husband. I'm letting you down. But anyways, that animatronic as you're like going through Smuggler's Run that does the, yep. pre-ri- the pre-ride show. That animatronic. I honestly thought it was a person.
1: Yeah. Right? It's so good. It's so good. And I feel like it's just a nod back to... Pirates of the Caribbean to go along those same lines. Like the things that are classic about pirates don't change Mm -hmm. over time. Like, um, yes, we've added in over, over the 60 years, we've added in things like Johnny Depp, uh, his character of Jack Sparrow into the ride. And it's kind of made things a little bit fun. My kids always play like, where's Jack in this scene? And where's Jack in that scene? And that's made it very unique. Um, and even building the movies off of the ride, um, mm-hmm. and creating these characters from what was already existed, uh, had already existed in the ride is, is very unique. But I feel like the things that were classic about that ride have stayed the same and they're always going to be the same. Yeah. Like the animatronics, the, the pirate lane with the pigs or, yes. or the sounds of, of the guys whistling at the dog, trying yeah. to get him to come over and give him the keys, like those things are just
0: classic. Which I love that they incorporated that into the Pirates of the Caribbean I love movie. It. It's In the so movie, cool. I love it, and I loved that crossover.
1: Absolutely, and that's the thing that I I feel like just really did a great job. Um, I'd say along those same lines, um, the smell of Pirates of the Caribbean.
0: Such a distinct smell. Yes,
1: it's like a fog. My husband and I have actually talked about being in San Francisco and later in San Francisco smelling that foggy smell and saying, smells like pirates. Mm -hmm. Smells like pirates the way the, the fog and the mist and everything. And I just love the way that smells. And, and to complete the full picture, you add in this jingle, this song of yo-ho, yo-ho, a pirate's Mm -hmm. life for me, that is repeated over and over and over again. And yet it doesn't become annoying. Like for me, I could have that song stuck in my head and it's just fun. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a boat song that you're going to just sing over and over and over again. And it really, um, which for those of you who don't know, it was actually created by an Imagineer. So not, not um, created by somebody that was there to create lyrics, but he said, it just needs to have that boat song feel where you're on a ship and you're all getting cabin fever. So you're going to start singing this song and he created the words and they're just so catchy. Mm-hmm.
0: Like just so it is. good. Yes. Love so, it.
1: So I'm all about Pirates of the Caribbean. That would be my number five pick.
0: So good. I cheated and I have an honorable mention Oh for all you
1: of my ab- category. You know what? You can absolutely have an honorable mention. So I'll
0: start with my honorable mention. Which is Autopia. Okay. Which is so funny that you said, what car has aged well? (laughs) Because if you look at Autopia, that might be the only one that hasn't aged very well. Uh, Yes. So it was really funny that you said that because that's my honorable mention. I think because I didn't go to Disneyland as a kid, Mm -hmm. um, I actually didn't write it until me and my husband's anniversary trip. And we just, we're just like, what the heck? Let's just go write it. We've never been on it. And we always try to do something new when we're at Disney. So we wrote it. It's so much longer than I thought it was going to be. It's so long. I love it.
1: That's the reason why that line is so long. It's because the track goes on Forever. forever.
0: It's so worth it. It's so much fun in the sun. I've never done it at night though, but it's so fun. And me and my husband were just, like, so pleasantly surprised. It was, like, such a shock to us because if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that my husband also did not grow up going to Disneyland and is now a mega fan. And so I think it was just, like, we were just, like, laughing so hard because we're like, how is this still going? Yep. It's, I love it. I love that ride. See,
1: okay, and I will say this last time I had ridden Autopia as a child, but this last time I rode it with my four-year-old and he drove and it was like a (laughs) complete nightmare but I will say I don't think I laughed that hard the entire time because I was just dying laughing he thought he was doing so great and he was not like we hit every single bumper (laughs) and he loved it and I got off the ride like dying laughing and telling my husband all about it so like in a In an opposite, for opposite reasons than you, it wasn't actually enjoyable, but it was just so funny to see him trying to interact with this car and being terrible at it. It was fun. Not doing good. It's definitely fun.
0: So that's my honorable mention. But my number five is Casey Jr.
1: (gasps) Oh, I love me some Casey Jr.
0: I, I don't know what it is, but when I first get to Disney, it's, I swear it's always on the first day too, which is so funny. That is the ride that we run to the back of the park and ride. That is oh. the first, remember we did it um, when the three of us, when the yeah. six of us went. We didn't yes. do it on our first day. No. But I think it might but I know have on our it. second day because yeah. we only went for two days. But we ran, I think it was the trip before that. When I've gone to Disney in the past, when I had an annual pass with my husband, we stayed we never paid for a hotel, which is part of the reason why we were able to have an annual pass living in Utah. And we stayed with our friends who were living in Riverside at the time. So it wasn't a far drive for us. Like we didn't really care that it wasn't right next to the park. We would just drive in and our annual passes got us free parking. So it wasn't a big deal. Like it was nice because it saved us money on a hotel, all that jazz. So they have a kid and that was like their kid was like dying to go on that ride. And so we get there early and like, we basically ran to it. And for some reason I had so much fun on that ride early Mm -hmm. in the morning. And I always take video of it. I'll eventually put that on our, um, on our podcast Instagram of just some clips of just the morning. It's just like the morning light is so beautiful. I love morning light. Mm -hmm. It's so beautiful. The park is quiet it smells fresh because they just cleaned yes. it. It's just like the happy mixture of all of those things. And the music is so cute. So and cute. And sometimes you can catch little glimpses of the storybook canals going by. It's just, it's so fun. I I just love it. As an adult with no kids, running Which, to the back of the, the like, <laughs> that's the first ride I go on? Huh? I don't know. But, but I, I love
1: it. I was going to say, it. it is kind of interesting that the ride itself, for those of you who haven't been on it recently, like there are some of the train cars where you're actually like in a cage and Mm -hmm. it locks you all the way in, but you kind of, as an adult have to crouch down and sit inside of this little thing, but it makes you feel childlike and it's really
0: kind of quaint. So that's cute. I love it. But yeah, it's got to be just the memories tied to like the morning light with the fresh air and an empty park. Like, yes, something about it. There could have been another ride that I did that with. That I could have had the exact same memory, but for some reason it was that one. Yeah. And it's also a long ride,
1: which yes. I appreciate.
0: Yes. I love that some of the older kid rides are long. Yes. Some of them are extremely short. <laughs> some of them are like, doo doo do, and they lived and happily ever after. Yeah. But those ones are gems. They're yes. Good. Yes. They're good ones.
1: That's actually funny. That leads to my number four, if you're ready for me to go I into am. it Storybook Canal.
0: Is my it.
1: number four. I, I thought that was
0: going to be your number one.
1: I love, okay, so I love Storybook Canal. Your one now.
0: Um,
1: as a kid, that was that, and oddly enough, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride were my <laughs> favorite rides because, like, as a kid, as a little girl, and being used to playing with small little toys and, and doll houses and, you know, putting your characters yeah. in the house. Storybook Canals is like your own imaginary dollhouse And yeah. you imagining that all these little characters that you can go and that's put them good, in.
0: That's a good visual. I oh, love
1: that. I just... So, oddly enough, that, that is one of the rides that was open on park opening. Yeah. Um, and so it, too, is one of the oldest rides. But... Um, and in fact, they they had said that on opening day, they hadn't quite finished all of the landscaping. Yeah. And so they nicknamed it uh, the Muddy Bank Ride because it was just mud all around the sides. And they've since added in everything um, with the, the miniature houses and castles and things. But I feel like what it does is it actually takes me through a trip of my childhood because I remember being introduced to each of those stories at different times. Some of them being brand new classics and some of them being released on DVD or VHS for the first, yes, VHS. I had VHS, (laughs) but like being released on VHS and they were new to me. Mm -hmm. So Cinderella and seeing the castle and then they've got the pumpkin up on the hill that's turned from being a coach back into a pumpkin and all of the little subtle nuances of it being some magic, but shrunk down. I just love storybook canals. I also think the loading and unloading process for that is just one of the funniest things. They have to balance the boat. It's and this so and that. True. It's just, it's one of the more entertaining things. And they're always so cute with kids on that, right? They have, They'll let, if they're little enough, they'll let you sit on the bow of the boat, cross-legged. And, like, my boys were, like, in that magic. They were like, who lives there and who lives there? And I'm like, kids, this is Disneyland. Like, this is, it's the best.
0: So that leads perfectly into my number four. Yes. What other ride do you have to balance the boat besides Storybook Canal? Jungle Cruise.
1: Jungle Cruise. (laughs) That is awkward. Hey, if you've ever been on a ride where they're like, whoa, we need to move some things around. It gets pretty entertaining. Yeah.
0: You're like, I hope I'm not the person that they're asking <laughs> you. Yeah, exactly. I hope I'm not the problem. Like,
1: I'm shifting the boat or I'm.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. I love Jungle Cruise so much. Oh. And I cannot wait for the movie to come out. Yes. It's going to be so good. From it's what... next
1: year, right? In mm-hmm. 2020?
0: From what a lot of people said at D23, they got they gave them a pretty good sneak peek of the movie. They yeah. were, like, blown away.
1: Oh. I am
0: so, so excited. The Jungle Cruise is one of those rides for me where I can tell the jokes with the skipper. Like, <laughs> I know what <laughs> jokes they're telling, and I still laugh so hard every single time. Every time. And it was so fun because uh, we went to Disney World, and it's the same, but the... The actual ride itself is different and yes. there's different parts to it, but like, it's the same idea. Like you're on a boat, you're on a jungle, you're on the jungle right. cruise, you're supposed to be on a vacation and the, the skipper telling you jokes. Like the, the idea is the same, but the jokes are different and there's a part where you go inside, like you yes. go under like a tunnel and stuff. And, so, and it's more like
1: Thailand feeling, is. right? Yeah.
0: Like, it's Cambodia. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so... <laughs> Sky's parents had never been on it before. And we were just like so excited to see like what their reaction was and they were so confused. <laughs> They're like, this They're like, what is this right <laughs> And it just like made me love it any more even more because me and Sky are just like cracking up, like, you know, we're we're those people we are those people that uh. are like the eighth wonder, the back side of water. And you're like, yeah! we're totally, we are the people that are obnoxiously <laughs> screaming it with the skipper in the back every single time. But yeah, the Jungle Cruise, love the jokes. I it's especially. the jokes that make it for me. Oh. It's
1: but, so okay, funny. Okay, everything else is really enchanting, but I like yeah. that, like, and maybe, maybe I'm totally off, I don't know the history of this, but like. Maybe initially it wasn't all jokes, but now they've kind of aged with it. And like, we get that this is kind of a hokey thing, but they just weird. It's so funny though. Like they just own it and they're like, yeah. Yeah.
0: And for Christmas, it gets a it gets a ride overlay.
1: Yes, and it's
0: called the Jingle Cruise, and the jokes are all Christmas themed. <laughs> it's just it's so good.
1: I just I have recently had a few people with really dry senses of humor, yeah. and the way they deliver, they're like it's the backside of water. You get it, like. It's funny. Like, just so good. I love yeah, it. Yeah,
0: I love the, there's a couple skippers that started it, and I feel like now all of them kind of um, adapt to it. But there was, I remember the first time I heard the joke of, like, the self deprecating humor of, like, like, they are single and lonely. Yes. And they, like, incorporate that into the jokes. I remember the first time a skipper did it, I was, like, crying. I was laughing so hard. I okay. And now they all kind of, like, use the joke, and which I love. But, like, I love that, too. It's, like, it kind of changes a little bit every single time. Yes. Because they do it, and, like, they even make a joke about it of, like, I do this every seven minutes. Like, yeah, we're right. doing it every seven minutes. I got to tell these same jokes. And they, like, joke about the fact that, you know, it's a short ride, and they just do it over and over all day long. Right. And because of that, they, like, they create their own little quirks to it, and then it's, like, it passes along from skipper to skipper, and then the ride, like, always is evolving a little bit. Yes. I just love it. Well,
1: and and they recently released a book. Well, uh, they've been releasing books at the parks that are based on the ride itself. And so like, for example, with pirates of the Caribbean, it'll just say the words to the song and it'll have pictures from the ride. But on the jungle cruise one, it is entirely just written out jokes. And, um, we've read it to our kids a couple of times. And at the end it says, it says, all right, everybody get off. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that rude? And then it says in capital letters, get off, please. And my son When we rode on it, he's like, is this the ride where they tell you to get off? And I was like, it is. (laughs) So it's just funny. Like, even my kids are like, oh, this is going to be funny. They say the funny things on this ride. But they're four and six, but they get it. They get it.
0: Yeah, they don't get the joke, but they understand the tone. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So funny.
1: Oh, I love it. Are we ready for number three? Let's hear it. Okay. Number three, Space Mountain. Mm. Space Mountain for me as a kid, I felt like... I, when I went, when I was 12 years old, I felt like this was a big step for me to ride a big kid ride. And I knew it was a big deal. And I wanted to make sure that I was brave enough to go and ride that. Um, I still, every time I ride that ride, because it's, completely dark yes. and you can't see where the track is leading in front of you i still get nervous every time cuz i don't know like it's going to turn right right now and i don't know it's going to turn right and i'm leaning left to like brace myself and i'm not i don't know what to expect i feel like it's, it's new so fun. every time i will say however i like space mountain as hyperspace mountain i was
0: just going to say that if better. we're talking about space mountain It's not in my top five, but I didn't even consider Hyperspace Mountain. Hyperspace Mountain. Hyperspace Mountain when we just went this year. We were crying. We were laughing so hard. It's amazing. There was something about it because I had never seen it. So to me it was a brand new experience. And I hate Ghost Galaxy. I think it's the worst ride overlay. I was just I'm sorry, Disney, but it is the worst ride overlay. It's not, it's supposed to be spooky, but it's not, it's just lame. It's, it's lame. It's spooky
1: for the five-year-old kid that you just convinced to ride this ride and it scares the dirt out of them, but it's not scary for anyone else. And it looks, it's crummy. It doesn't,
0: it's, it doesn't come up to par for Disney for me. So for me, I just don't love it. It's just not good, but I will say Hyperspace Mountain I don't even know what it was because the projections are so good. There was one point where there's like an X-wing and it literally feels like it flies right in front of right. your face. Right, And like, I remember I was like ducking and then like right afterwards they change where the photo is so it's not in the same spot. Right. And it looks like it's lasers coming at you, like a ship is attacking you. And then all of a sudden it's the photo. And I remember I was like kind of hiding my eyes because I didn't want it to feel like it hit me in the face again. Right. And so for the photo, I'm like, <laughs> you can't see what I'm doing because you're listening to a podcast, but you can just imagine anyways.
1: But totally though, like, and I feel like, I mean, there's moments where there's X-wings crashing into TIE fighters and they're, they're even calling out things like you're in a headset and they're saying like, Hey, let's go and it's let's good. do this. And it's it, a it feels like, very much like you are part of something. Yes. I love Space Mountain as it is. Yeah. But I feel like there's a little bit of a disconnect. Like you're in this rocket, but you're basically just blasting around through space. And that's the idea of the mm-hmm. ride. Yeah. But Hyperspace Mountain, you are interacting with the universe and things are happening around you and they're saying, hey, move fast and this and that. But it's um, so good. I have heard, and I actually just saw a video of this recently, I've heard of people riding the ride with the lights on. And I, uh, they're like, Oh, that's a bucket list item. You've got to ride the ride with the lights on. I disagree. I, I saw the video and I was like, for me, part of the fun is not knowing whether yeah. I'm turning right or left. I wouldn't not like knowing it How many times way. I'm going to turn right or left, how close I am to the end. I literally, I've ridden that ride so many times and I still cannot expect when it's about <laughs> to finish. I don't, I can't anticipate anything and I think that's why it's fun.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: So, that's my number 3.
0: Number 3 for me is Indiana Jones. Oh. I love I
1: love Indiana Indy. Jones.
0: It's so good. I think when I was a teenager, Space Mountain was my absolute favorite ride. And right. I feel like it's all the teenagers, like it's like their ride, you know. Yep. And I feel like as I've gotten older, I feel like I just appreciate the theming of rides a little bit more than the thrill of rides. Like, don't get me wrong. I always still ride Space Mountain. I love the thrill. I love the adrenaline. But I think the... Honestly, just the theming has stolen my heart a little bit more at Disneyland as I've gotten older. And Indiana Jones... I love the queue. It's the best queue. It's the best queue. There is no better queue.
1: In what Disney. in what world do they live in where they say, "Hey, how about as part of the queue, we're going to put a sign that says do not touch, knowing full well that every person is going to touch yeah. this rope and then we
0: make it interact with them." It's it is it's genius. So... And it was done by Tony Baxter, and I think I was listening to the episode. I think I was saying Ted Baxter. His oh. name is Tony Baxter. I feel very sheepish, but oh. you know what? It's fine.
1: <laughs> we all have our. Struggles. you guys figure it
0: out. You guys know who I was talking about. His name is Tony Baxter. His Tony. name is not Ted Baxter anyways, so he's the he's the designer for that ride. he's. Oh. And honestly, my top three are all his rights because I'm obsessed oh. with him. But anyways, so Indiana Jones, um, there's this part where it's like right after you, like when it's like, don't look through the, to the eye, you know, that <laughs> part where you're, you're not Maura. supposed to look through <laughs> yep. and then you go into the big room. It's like, you go really fast and then you're about to like. So that's when you're still going kind of slow and then the car kicks in and then you go fast. There's this moment when you go kind of slow where the music I can't do, it's not going to be as good cuz Sky's oh. not sexy. Yeah, and so sky. So I always do the high part where it's like oh, and then Sky will do like the like the low part of it and we do it every time. Oh, man.
1: But it really does. it. I know exactly what part you're talking about. It's because it opens up in the whole room at the same time the music. Oh, and yeah, you see everything. And it's, it's, it's so
0: good. And then Sky will just do his deep like. Oh, oh, like every single <laughs> it's so good. Because like, I think we were trying to like sing it as we were on the ride. And we couldn't get it right. And then after we got off, we were like, what is it about it that we can't nail it? And we're like, let's write it again. And so we wrote it, like, three times in a row (laughs) to, like, figure it out. And then finally we, like, realized, like, okay, we have to sing at the same time, but, like... There's a high pitch and there's a low pitch. And we are not musical people at all. So to us, it took us a minute to, like, Somebody else is like, oh, I got it. Yeah. I'm sure, like, everyone out there who has a little bit of musical bone in them is like, well, duh. But for us, it, like, we really had to, like, think about it. And we're like, okay, how is it? And so, anyways, it's just so fun. And there's just, like, parts. So we fight over who sits on the edge because if you sit... On the edge, you get to, like, fling your body and your arms out of the ride, which is (laughs) so fun. And there's, like, a part where you're inside and the spears are going at you. Oh, that's actually my favorite part. It's so funny. And my husband, like, gets really into it and he he, he gets down low and he goes right next to my ear and he's like... (laughs) Like, as it's going through and it's just... Well, the funny thing is with that,
1: though, is the spears are supposedly coming at you and all they're doing is just blowing really high forced like gusts of wind at you. And yet like as a kid, I was like, Oh my gosh, we're getting shot at right now. (laughs) Like we're going to die. But they just do it so well to where you're like in the moment you are Indiana or with him. Indy. Indy. Uh, It's so good. It's funny, listening to you say your top five, I'm like, oh, maybe that's in my top five. Oh, maybe that's in my... So that's good. Like,
0: hopefully everyone out there is, like, thinking that, too, you know? Right. And it's interesting. I don't think we've matched up
1: yet. Maybe we will. Maybe we
0: won't. I don't know. It's like, I was Probably not. We did not. Obviously, we didn't look at each other's list because it was like, I wanted to keep it fun. Yes.
1: Okay, so my number two is the longest line at Disneyland. It always is. In fact, this is the the line that I gauge if I say, oh, I wonder if it's slow today at Disneyland. I check the app, and I check to see if this line is, is short. Can I and guess? And that's how... Yes. Peter Pan. Peter Pan's Ooh. flight. And here's why. Because it... Brings in something unique that I don't think all the other Fantasyland rides do. Um, I actually, a ride that I love, just as a little honorable mention, shout out. I like Alice in Wonderland. I love
0: that ride um, too.
1: Because they've done a new overlay. They've done some new effects. And I think they did a great job with it. And it's really enchanting. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that the redo on that made it a lot more enchanting. Outside of that, the other Fantasyland rides seem a little bit quirky and and out of place but Peter Pan's flight makes you feel like you just took off in a ship and you are flying to Neverland and I uh, it's interesting when the Imagineers created the ride it in fact a lot of the rides in Fantasyland, they didn't originally have Peter Pan in the ride. The idea was that you were to take on the part of Peter yes. Pan and that you flew through it. Like
0: you were Peter. Yes. You are Snow White. Yes. yes.
1: And a lot of people didn't get that, which is why now we have, we've incorporated Peter Pan into the ride and we've incorporated Snow White because, well, it doesn't make sense that I'm that person, but I want to be like them. And so you, mm-hmm. you take off in your ship From the nursery window and you immediately go to the the city lights. You fly above London and you see all the city lights below and they've got the cars moving. But for me, as a kid, I was wrapped up immediately. Like I immediately felt like I am flying over London. I can see Big Ben. Like it was a big deal. Mm -hmm. As an adult, that was the first ride that I rode after not having been to Disneyland in about... 10 years yeah and I remember getting on and seeing the first couple of things and thinking like oh this is this is kind of weird this is this isn't magical like it used to be and reminding myself to kind of let go and take in the magic like let it be magical again because I think sometimes as adults like We want to rationalize everything and we want to kind of, oh, well, that's kind of weird the way this is set up. And, oh, well, that's not how it really is in the movie. And that's, oh, well, if we were really flying this high, there'd be gusts of air or whatever it is. Like Like too
0: wrapped up in the details.
1: Yes. And I remember riding that ride when I was 20 something years old and having to remind myself, no, this is magical. Imagine being like... Peter Pan and imagine and that's why whenever I go back that's why it's number two because every time I go back it kind of reminds me to get back into the magic I feel like some people who don't like Disneyland struggle with being um, like using their imagination again
0: like leaving because that's the whole point of Disneyland is it even says it on the plaque? is like you were leaving tomorrow behind you. Yes. Like, and you're embracing the future and you're embracing fantasy. Yeah. And it's like, that's not the exact word but that's the idea of it. But that's the whole point of Disneyland. Yeah. And that's probably, you're probably exactly right. People that don't love Disneyland are those people who literally cannot get outside of their mind and just let loose and have fun. Yeah. And they're getting too wrapped up in this is expensive and that line is long and And that guy hurt that guy
1: over there that there's a guy in a costume pretending to be pluto or whatever earmuffs for little listeners but um you i think you kind of forget some of the magic yeah and it it actually goes right in line with peter pan that like that's when you grow up is when you can't believe in magic anymore and you don't you don't embrace like you know, adventure and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for me, that's what the ride stands for, but it also is just what Disneyland is. It's embracing that part of yourself that maybe you kind of shy away from, like imagining and make believe and pretend and just letting it go. Because once you do that, Peter Pan's flight is like the most magical ride. It just is because you are literally flying and you get to see all the characters, and Peter Pan's fighting Captain Hook on a (laughs) ship, and it's so good.
0: Yeah, it's such a cute ride. It really is. I love it. Okay, my number two, I had a hard time with one and two. Oh, so. So they're tied. It's not really, I don't know. I don't know if it's tied, but I'm just saying. Five years ago, these two would have never been my top one and two. Really, never. See, I love that. Like, they're. Not, it's not that I didn't like the rides. Yeah, but they wouldn't have been. Well, maybe number one would have been in my top five, but okay. Number two is Splash Mountain. <gasps> oh, it's so good. It's I so love it good. so much. I am that person that like I'm just like whatever about it in the day. Because it's a long line and it's the most practical, like to be honest. Like it, it's not ever super cold at Disneyland. No. No. And if it is cold, that line has no weight. Right. Or sorry, that ride has no weight. I love going on it. Like it's like risk. It's like roulette to me. You know? <laughs> I love the risk of like, how what are you gonna get? Yep. And I love not waiting for it as the other thing. So, so my when do you favorite. Ride it? At Always night. when it's a five minute wait. That's the time oh. I love to, and no one else, le- I'm I'm crazy. I love it. But it's so fun. so I think the first time, it was when I took my husband for the first time, and we were dating at the time. We weren't like, we weren't engaged or anything like that. And we went on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, which it was kind of cold. So it ended right. up being fine. And a lot of like, of the big pass holders are blocked and- I think a lot of people try to avoid the crowd level. I don't know. It really wasn't that bad as far as, like, crowd levels go. Like, it was busier when we went last year for Halloween. For sure. Yes. Than it was the day that I took Sky on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Anyways, so the park was open till 3 a.m. because it was New Year's Eve. Yes. And we, um, I think it was about 9 p.m., and this weird gust of wind, and it was really cold, came in and because it like we were already planning on it being really cold we had ponchos with us and the park was like a ghost town it was so weird because then around 11 the weather got really nice and they then they did like fireworks and all that stuff so it was like 9 p.m and the people in the carts are like hankering down their umbrellas because this like windstorm came in and we're like <laughs> holding hands running to Splash Mountain like trying to find our ponchos and they let us stay on it so we I have the photo if I can find it I'll try to post it but there is this photo of me and Sky, literally the only two people on the boat <laughs> in the middle of the boat with our ponchos on and we had matching sweaters on with yes. our ponchos and they just let us stay on as long as we wanted to. So we ended up going like three or four times. I, and didn't I, even get off. Yes. And because we had the ponchos on and I honestly truly believe at night they they lower the water.
1: They I, I know really for, do. I know for a fact that they do. You get I've,
0: more wet in the daytime than you do at night. Yes. And that's the other reason why too, is it's like you don't get as wet, and even if you do get like wet, you're getting like sprinkles, yeah. Like because they're not trying to soak you, right? At night, right. So it was like we didn't even get wet, but we did have ponchos on. Like I think our ponchos were kind of wet because we literally <laughs> didn't get off the ride for th- they like we went to go unload, and they're like, "Do you want to keep going?" And we're like, "Yes, yeah, why not?" And so I think that's why Splash has slowly become one of my tops. And at Disney World, I do actually like riding it in the daytime because I can get a fast fast for it pretty easily. And it's like either so humid you're wet all the time at Florida or it's going to rain anyways at, in Florida. Right. So it's like a different experience there. And you get to ride side by side instead yes. of like one by one, which yes. I love. So I just. Oh, it's good, and I love the song. I love the music. Yes, it's so good, and it's it's another really long ride, which it I, is, which I really a like. A really long ride, mm-hmm. but it's. I feel like I'm noticing that is like a trend. All of <laughs> my I... rides, they're like it's got to be
1: long. <laughs> I yeah, Splash Mountain. I have a love hate with it. There are times when I just think it's the funniest thing ever. And then there are times when I'm like, I got soaked and I stayed soaked all day long yeah. because I didn't plan well. So, but it's always my fault. And yes, I've done it where we've ridden the ride over and over and over, getting there first thing in the morning, same thing. Water levels are lower and they'll you don't get as wet. And Adam and I, same thing, had a blast rewriting the same exact yeah. ride. So I do love that one. That's it's a good, good.
0: one. Kay. Okay. drum drumroll.
1: Number one. My number one right now, I will not promise it'll be this way forever, is Thunder Mountain. That's
0: my number one. Yay!
1: And can I just say, part of it actually involves you and Sky and our trip that we took last year. But I, as a kid, I remember riding that ride. I remembered the phrase "It's the wildest ride in the wilderness," and I say "nass" because that's how he says it. <laughs> but it is so the the sound of that train sounds and like there's like the
0: yes, no, it, what I'm talking about. That's not exactly the, but it's like you know coming
1: about. around the corners yes. and and it's it's got the toot toot, but it kind of fades out. I cannot say enough. About how great that ride is. It's so good. It, uh, But the the thing that made me love it more this last year is riding with the six of us. And um, you get to a certain point where you've uh, climbed the mountain and there is a goat. And he's got a stick of dynamite you in have, his mouth. Yes. And you guys said, watch, watch the goat. The goat.
0: Now, you keep your eyes On the goat, okay? And I've
1: never, I've never heard of that before.
0: Okay, so let me kind of explain this a little bit for those that are, have, don't know, have any clue what we're talking about. So it's on the second drop. So, well, not really drop, but you know how you climb and then
1: it goes It's after the second
0: climb. It's the second climb, so the second drop, right? Yes. So you do the climb and you go and it's fun and it's whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then you do the second climb. So the, cause the first climb is inside and it's like the dynamite, whatever. So it's the second climb and there is a goat on the top of the the right side, right as you get to the top of the climb. So what you need to do is you need to turn your head to the right (laughs) and you do not take your eyes off the goat and the cart is going to start spinning in like a circle motion. So it's going to go down and whip really, really fast. I promise you, you will never have more fun on it, a ride.
1: It It's one of those things. It's like when people tell you to do the teacups and put your head up. It kind of makes you a little bit dizzy. But it is so funny to it's, be on that ride and kind of getting whipped around. And you're I have watching a this go. of
0: us all on it doing it. And their faces because they had never done it before your guys's faces are priceless
1: like a little bit sick i think adam's face is like oh gosh oh like but it it becomes something so funny and it's unique hilarious. that it's just a ride and you're just looking at a goat but it seriously whips you around more than anything it's good it's, it's so good. fun
0: and my biggest tip is Big Thunder Mountain is a completely different ride in the morning and at night. Yes. And if you are going to go on it, ask for the back. Yes. The back is 100%, and they're so nice about it. Yeah. If you just say, can I have the back, please, as they, when they say, how many are in your party, just tell them and say, can I please have wait for the back? Yep. They're so nice about it. it even if it's like a 65-minute wait, they... And-
1: and they yes. may have you sit off to the side and have a couple yeah. of trains go in front of you. But no it deal. is honestly worth it because you are not starting the you descent. You get the whip. Yeah. You you don't start descending before it actually lets you loose. You as soon as the train is let loose to go down and descend,
0: it's, it's truly it's the wildest fast. ride in the back.
1: Oh, uh, it is so much fun. And and as a fun bonus, like I I think it is hilarious, depending on who you're riding next to, that you're kind of getting whipped back and forth and you're kind of leaning into each other. It's just funny to interact in
0: that way. Okay. I think next time you need to go sky. So my husband is literally a foot taller than me. He's six (laughs) foot three and there's one lap bar that you share between the two and he doesn't like the lap bar to squish on his lap, and his legs are really tall. So then the lap bar, there's honestly probably like a half foot gap. You slide back and forth, and they the first time he was like, "I'm not pushing the bar," because I think before I had probably like pushed it down like without even thinking, and it was always too tight for him. So I remember it was just a, like a couple trips ago. He was like, "Just do not push the bar down. Like you always push it down too far." And I'm like, "I'm so sorry." And so I was like, "Okay, I won't touch the bar." <laughs> And we go over the first little jump. I literally almost stood up. <laughs> Bouncing up and down. I was, I like screamed because I was like, oh my gosh, I just fell like, off the ride. This is dangerous. Yeah. But it it's such a good time. So safely keep the lap bar loose. Like it, the cast members won't let you do it too loose because the ride, I think there's like safety locks. Like yeah. the ride literally won't go if it's in an unsafe position. Right. It's just, like, it just startled me. Like, I didn't actually fall off the Jump ride or off. anything.
1: But, but still. Oh,
0: my gosh. That's my that's my other big tip. So, I got lots of tips for that one. Um, but, yeah, make sure that lap bar is not squished on your legs. I yeah. promise it's a completely different experience. That, watching the go, and doing it at night.
1: Yes. And, I like, there are times... Um, when that ride, the wait says that it's going to be 65 minutes, um, as a, as a side note, if you go there right after Phantasmic, one of two things is likely to happen. One, they will say that it's a 90 minute wait to make which, everybody
0: get out of to there, to make
1: everybody move. They don't want to create a bottleneck where people are heading straight into big thunder. Um, and two, they will say, oh, the ride's closed, and we don't know when it's going to be back up. Um, I remember they did that on our trip. Famous, less, and it's happened probably three times to us now, to the point where I just don't listen. And oftentimes, they'll do the same thing with Peter Pan. They'll say, um, because most times people Rush have the tradition like we do to ride it first thing in the morning, because that's when the ride is typically yes. shortest, uh, the line is. Um, and they've done this now twice where we've run there and they said, oh, I'm sorry. We're not, we're not doing Peter Pan this morning. It's, it's, uh, being worked on this morning. And we stood off to the side and within two minutes, they, they started letting people in. So I will say just know, like kind of gauge what the cast member looks like, but generally that's that's a bunch of hogwash. Unless you see a bunch of people walking in. And if they are wearing the regular Q costume, um, they're not working on the ride. If they are wearing like a blue jumpsuit, they're actually working on the ride. So just gauge it that way. But that's awesome. Thunder Mountain. That's a good tip. Always jump on very quickly. Okay, so that is my top five and Jess's top five. I'm glad we met back together at number one. It is that great. Was,
0: that was a magical moment. Big
1: Big Thunder is just great. And I feel like, like I said, it'll be interesting to record something yeah. again later on. Um, but as I said, listening to your top five, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, maybe Indiana Jones is in my top five. I love yeah. that ride. We could probably do
0: no, I'm five that, top glad No, I'm glad that we did it separately because then we're not influencing each other. Yes. That's yep. like truly your top five and truly my top five. Yep. So. Yep. I love it. So, I know we said next episode was going to be food, but we didn't even touch DCA. Oh, <laughs> so we we're going to we're going to do a about. part 2 of that one and then we'll get to the real. So this is going to be like part 1B. 1 1A, one 1B, one and then we'll do part 2. But you know what? Who cares? Cuz this is our podcast and we do whatever we want. <laughs>
1: You can turn it off.
0: I'm just kidding. We love you. Don't don't turn turn it it off. We love you.
1: Edit that, Jess. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Oh, so funny.
1: Okay, well, this is us signing out. This is the Addicted to the Magic podcast. Thanks for joining us. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye.